All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We bless you. We ask and we say we receive illumination. There is no contradiction in this atmosphere. There is precision. We find you. We see ourselves in you as we see you in Christ Jesus. We say we know and recognize and follow the leading of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, Matthew 28. Verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. says, And Jesus spoke to them, saying, All powers is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And he says, Go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. Now, he said, Now I want to teach you something. People are very quick to judge you because um, you are not ready to explain things to them. They need fast answers. The Bible is not like that. Don't fall in that bait. Why do you think we teach in series? Why do you think they, we, we can't just throw things out and just, do you think I can teach all this leading and spirit under 30 minutes? But that's not wise. Everything I explained to you yesterday, there is a didache. Didache is in the Greek word D-I-C-A-H-E. There is a mode of teaching. There is a mode of communication. There is a mode of how to present the truth. The truth of the scriptures needs to be arrived at. You don't just wake up and say, Jesus is the solution to the problem of humanity. How did they become the solution to the problem of humanity? Ensure you walk people through. The reason why an atheist will be an atheist today is because he has not, the truth of what he's looking for has not been arrived at. So he doesn't have enough answers to his question. That's why I teach you on why of many things. I taught you why do we pray aloud? Why do we do this and that? Why do we pray? What's what, you get all this? We need to answer. I'm, I'm about to teach you something about even singing. People will just say, worship God anyhow. Worship, just pray, just express yourself and worship God anyhow. No, you can't worship God anyhow. There is a pattern, there is a mood of worshipping God. I'm about to teach that. Probably after the conference, I'm going to teach that. I'm, how do we worship God? What, singing in the Spirit, how do we sing? Concerning praise and worship, what does that mean? I'm going to teach you. You can't just say, worship God anyhow. Express yourself, free yourself, flow. No. There is a mood of worshipping God. There is a mood of teaching in prayers, you teach, you don't just tell people, you, you get somebody say today, you don't just tell people that say, um, go and pray. The person will ask you, how should I pray? Teach the person how to pray. Show the person how to pray. Study the Bible. Open your Bible and study. Teach the person how to study. How do you study your Bible? I remember there's a book, how to study your Bible in a simple way. How to read the Bible in a simple way. Ah, there's nothing you can't teach you. <laughs> and the book is big. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so ensure you know how to teach. So such that even the subject of the leading of the Spirit, people will tell you, hear God. God speaks to you. Hear Him. Listen to God. How do you listen? How do you flow? How do you know that God is speaking? How do you know? And I've told you before that God is simple. He's not complicated. He's really not complicated. See, as you are hearing me like this, very sound and clear, that is the way God speaks to you. There is no confusion. The very moment you start having, oh, thank God. The very moment you start having that two-twisted voice, God is not there. That 
it, can it be God? Can it not be God? God is not there. And see, when you know God's leading, when God has spoken to you about something, let's say God spoke to you and say, go left. Don't start praying to say, should I go left or should I go right? Simply obey. Now pray about the going left. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your prayer will not be about the direction of the going left. Or, I am going left. Your prayer will not be, should I still go left? Should I still go right? Are you getting what I'm saying? I explained to you how the epistles can be seen is God's direction, can be seen as God's direction, God's leading and God's guidance. And I explained to you that the written word is where we find evidence. 2 Timothy 3, 15 to 16. Where we find evidence, where we find correction. And we find instructions and right living. And I explained to you that the written word is our absolute authority <coughs> over any subject matter in the faith. That is the first point of knowing whether a subject matter exists or not. Ends by every explanation or teaching on every subject matter must be founded on the explanations built on the epistles. See, learn to cherish your Bible. I showed you examples of how Jesus was led by the Spirit. Peter, Philip, every one of them. Paul was led by the Spirit. So, in the Bible, we have the evidence that God leads us. In the Bible, we have the evidence that God guides us children. You know, as a believer, you don't like guidance. I've seen people saying, I want to pray for direction. I want to pray for, I want to pray for, um, for God to guide me. Father, guide me. Guide me on what? We have that as our inheritance in Christ the very moment we got born again. It is vital for us to understand that subjectively, God leads every one of us via the written word. He will never contradict his written word. God will not tell you to do what is not found in the written word. God will not tell you to kill. God will not tell you to do evil. God will not tell you to do what is not found in the written word. God will simply lead you strictly by the written word. So you need to get accustomed. So when you're young, don't do it. Do it. Try it. Don't try it. Think again. Don't think again. All of those things. If you understand the written word, like I told you, uh, it's been a long time I've been in that state of confusion. Probably because I'm growing in the written word. That's why you need to go for sound knowledge, sound doctrine. Where it is those people, I believe that it is those people who don't understand much knowledge of the realities in Christ that have those confusions. So don't do it. Do it. Don't do it. Don't do that. Try this. Don't try this. Uh, think about this. Don't think about that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? The written word is God's guidance. When you can come to the knowledge of the written word, you will understand how God guides you. See, there is no confusion in the life of a believer. A believer needs to subject himself to growth. Growth in the sense that when you give yourself to much study, much studying of the scriptures, much understanding of the Bible, accurate, detailed ones, you will understand how God leads his people. It will not be far-fetched from you. The only things and the only distractions you will have to do will be who told you. Where did you hear it from? I remember 
something that touched me. Do you know that every one of us is a product of influence? Every human being on earth is a product of influence. The way you act today, the way you speak today, the way you gesticulate today, the way you, the way you do something today, every, everything is all a product of influence. You all got it from somewhere. Every human being, the way you even laugh today is a product of influence. The way you look at and write, sometimes even the way you write is because you admired somebody's writing and you're not writing the same way. Every human being is a product of influence. So watch those that, you, that influence you. I keep saying this and I don't know how much I will emphasize it. Watch those that influence you. The social media alone is enough influence on its own. Do you know that little things you see on social media can creep in? Now, we just saw how the internet brought down a popular fraudster. Do you know that that guy has intimidated a lot of some people? All in the name of, ah, me too, I need to match up. I need to do something. I remember when we were growing up, I was when, in, when University in Nigeria those days, everyone was under that. If, if your friend is not a G-boy or is not doing internet foster or something like that, it's like you are not, it's like you are just an SU. So you see that too. Is that you are an SU or you are a G-boy or you are planning to be, or you don't have the art, or they've taught you, and you are still thinking about it. It's just the three. It's just around that scope. I'm not lying. So, because you will see people drive around, they will drive in Benz. In university, 100 level, people are driving Benz. You're not wondering, what am I doing in my life? People are living in mansion. You know, you, you are still squatting with five people in a room. You are even like, half a guy, I beg, leave here, leave here, let's sleep, let's... You are sharing toilet on... Namigo bar first today. Namigo, uh, you, you you get what I'm saying? And you see somebody living in a self-contained house, having generator to himself, having bends, then drive down, park his car, then cross. You know, you know there was a time all this cross bag was raining. The cross bag, I come to lectures. I wonder, ah, no, I must do this thing. That thing is a product of influence. Watch those that influence you, even movies. Movies, I can tell you the truth. Do you know? Do, have you seen a trend? I've noticed it. A friend of mine told me, and I noticed it too. Have you noticed a trend of... Have you, have you noticed a trend of movies on Netflix today is that they are trying to promote the gay community? How many of you have noticed that? That 90% of the movies on Netflix today, or the movies America is producing today, there must be a gay there. Even if the movie does not go around a gay factor. A, the, the Moshe fix it in that a gay must be there. There must be two people. Why? They are trying to put a culture in your mind. Do you know that? You have now seen it as normal. How I many of you have seen it as normal? That when you watch a movie now, yo, I mean, that means your, your, maybe your mind is still saying, me, oh, it, got, it took me a while. And I started seeing that. So it was my friend that called me back to normal. That Guy, this thing is still a sin, oh. I started seeing it as normal because I was watching and I became so real that oh, it's a boy and a boy, it's a girl and a girl, nothing like that. It, it, the way the movies are so creepy is that they'll make you see it as normal if you, if you twist it in that thing so long that you don't know that this thing is actually very wrong. Man is a product of influence. That's why you have to watch what you hear. Remember what happened in Adam and Eve when Jesus, when God met them and God told them, and ask them a question. The question God asked 
them when they said, I was naked, this and that and that. God asked, who told you? That was the question. How did you know? Everyone picks things from somewhere. The things you hear, who told you? That thing you are doing, who told you? You have the responsibility as a believer to trace it. See, even in ministry, like I told you yesterday, I was saying, I'm not that type of person that I'm under a competition, under a rush, that I want to match my ministry, match what God is telling me to do with somebody else. No. The very moment we fall in that bait, we lose what God is telling us to do. See, we are all surrounded with social media. Every one of us have access to Facebook, have access to Instagram, we have access to Twitter. We see every of those things going on. You like them. See, I've watched a lot of things that I know that if we do it today, I've, all, I've seen some things on Facebook so, of what some ministries are doing that. I know that if we do it today, this whole city will be filled up. That all the youth does, ah! And I grew up in this place where it's, not, it's very easy for me. I know strategies on how to get people because I told you guys my background, how we grew up. Very easy. We just, I know strategies. But is that how God wants us to bring people? We have to be led by God. So, when you see some people doing something, when you see them asking, doing something, ask them, who told you? Where did he hear it from? There is always an influence. When you see somebody acting wrongly, even in a local church, when you see your friend derailing, ah, ask the friend, who have you been listening to? Who has told you stuff? What did you hear? Are you getting what I'm saying? Man is a product of influence. That is why, as a believer, you need to feed your mind with the written word. Imagine we allow the written word influence us. We're listening to messages. We have godly friends. We have all of those prayer groups. Do you know how much influences it will be to us? See, even our prayer life, do you know that the way you pray, you saw someone pray that way and you are praying the same way? Do you, even our tongues, do you know that? Even our tongues, like, I mean, all of us now in this church now, like all of us here, do you know that all of us, we speak in tongues alike, that when a stranger comes, it's very easy for us to know that this one is not part of us. Yeah. All of us speak in tongues alike because we pray together. It's a function of association. We are all influencing each other. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, you will notice that even our utterances, let me tell you, I can easily know when, if somebody sent me an, sent me an utterance now, I can easily know that this is not for my people. Because I know some of the words that we recall even in your utterances. Utterances will be, you will do well. When, when that word you will do well is there, I know, ah, my people is here. <laughs> You will do well to do this and that. Ah, these are my people. <laughs> it is an influence. Even your utterances are influenced. Are you getting what I'm saying? And ah, this is this is yeah, this is, you put you put utterances are this way. It's that way. Man is a product of influence. That is why you have to guard your heart jealously. Let me tell you something. Guard your heart jealously. We live in a world and time where everything is moving so fast, and if it's not fast, it will fast past. It will be so fast that your heart cannot catch up. Do you know what? That some people are so much under pressure to perform. 
Even ministers of the gospel, they are so much under pressure to perform. They are so much under pressure. Ah, I must do this. Ah, I must do that. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't put yourself under pressure. Be slow. Anything that wants to pressurize you is not of God. I will say that to you. If the written word tells us that God is patient, if the written word tells us that God is long-suffering, long-suffering shows that he endures long. If the written word tells us that God has self-control and all of those things, then there is nothing of God that demands patience. I was reading Reverend Nayakar's post on Facebook yesterday night. He said, remember this. He said, um, precision is always better than speed. Like, I, I, remember, that was still the same thing I was telling you yesterday. There is nothing in the life of God that requires be fast. I need to do this fast. I need to do this fast. Even in your school, if it takes you four years to get a degree, you do not enter school today and come out tomorrow and be a graduate. That's to tell you that even life itself is trying to teach you patience. You did not wake up the day you got birth. The day you were giving birth to was not the day you started talking. The day you were giving birth to was not the day you started, you got married. That's to teach you that even life demands patience. My friend was saying yesterday, he said, you can't join several groups because, oh, there's pandemic. People, motivational speakers now told you, learn online things, get skills, get skills, get skills. I'm not against skills. Get skills, get skills. You join, you, 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 you started an online course. You started two online courses. You now join WhatsApp groups of how to make soup, how to make cake, how to do all of those things. You will not be productive in anything. Take life one step at a time. I think I'm getting to where, I, where God wants me to go gradually. <laughs> take step, take life one step at a time. You have... 60, you still have 60 to 70 years or 80 years or 90 years to live. None of you are dying yet. I, I, cannot, I cannot be alive and none of you will die. It's not possible. We die here. We die together. <laughs> we will do this ministry till death. <laughs> till death do us part. And that is old age. I must see that. AY, was, AY is already doing. Praise the Lord. Oh, when we are doing Holy Ghost meeting, everyone is like, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Auntie Pelumi's voice can no longer shout, ah, blah, 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 in tongues again. Hey, that's when I can say, Okay, Pelumi, go, go, go and rest, go and rest, go and rest. Hey, you know, not that you people are still agile now, that you have to catch the men, you people are not dying, God forbid. Nah, it's not possible, you cannot die. We die together, we die. If Kenneth Copeland is 80-something years old and he's still teaching the gospel for over two to three hours, standing, and still saying, aha, and laughing the Holy Ghost, ah, we die together, we die here. Anyway, let's get back. Take life one step at a time. Tackle one issue, address another issue. The world has a lot of competition. I'm even, I'm speaking to you as I'm speaking to myself. The world has a lot of competition. Remember what I told you earlier this year. God will take care of every one of you. Life itself is very demanding and challenging. 
don't get into that bit. You still have about 80 years to still live. You still have about 60 years. That's a lot of time to get a lot of things done. Serve God now. Study now. So don't say, go, go and say, I will study now, so I will not go and study later in the future. Oh, you have entered it, you have entered it. You will study till you, till you die. <laughs> Start, take step life one step at a time. Don't put yourself in too many catches. Don't put your leg into too many bags. You want to, you want to learn online trading. You want to learn cryptocurrency. After cryptocurrency, you want to do, know how to do Bitcoin. And if you, are, you are applying for it. I must know how to make soup. How to even cook soup. How to do this and that. Um, what is happening to my finances? You join. What is the... What is the what happened to... Who, who, how, to how to develop a digital skill in this? You join. You will not be productive in all of those things. Pick one. Finish it. Move one step at a time. See, you know, even in our families, sorry I'm saying this, you know, the way our praying brought us up is that we should, put, we should be in competitions even with our siblings. If you could grow up in a, in a skunk African family, they will compare you with your siblings. Don't enter that competition, I beg you. It can cause strife. Where you're not looking at one of your siblings as better than you are. That thing can cause strife. That's one thing that, that's why you see some parents some of your parents, you don't, know your, you don't know their brothers and sisters. Some of them are fighting. Imagine people that grew up from the same block. Why? Check it. It was competition. There was strife. One wanted to be better than the other. Don't put yourself in that catchphrase. Me, if anybody compare me with anybody, me, I can slap you. Don't compare me. Let me follow God gently. Don't rush me. I know where I'm going. I've seen where I'm going. I know where I'm going. Don't, nobody should rush me. This is the real don't rush. <laughs> the written word. The written word validates to us that we can be led of God's spirit subjectively. The written word. Learn to follow the written word. Learn it. I want to share something with you that a friend that a friend shared with me some couple of weeks ago. And many confuse he said many confusions we experience is because the person talked to us, talking to us, used phrases like I think or I feel or why not. Hence we think it is not God or we despise it. We must learn discernment as believers. Many of them use phrases because they know they aren't in the position to make decisions for you. Let me explain. Me, I'm not... Okay. Many confusions we experience is because the person talking used phrases like I think or I feel or why not. Hence, we think it is not God or we despise it. You must learn the sermon. I want to explain what, what this means. When you talk to somebody, you know that, ah, this person is following God's spirit. See, when that person gives you an advice, gives you something, there's something I've learned personally, even as a preacher. Ensure you don't make decisions for people so that you don't enter, you don't enter problems. They're not come and tell you that. You are the one that told me. So the best way you just, like I told you, don't use phrases like, God said, God told me, God told me on people. That can be manipulation. 
Don't manipulate people to believe that God spoke to you. God spoke to you, but you can you don't have to say, you know, God was saying something. No, no. You can just say, I, I think I perceive this and that and that. I sense. I'm just thinking. You get what I'm saying? Don't go and put people in manipulation. Ah, she said God said though. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, why we despise some instructions? Why we despise some advices? It's actually because we feel that we feel that, oh, this person is not hearing from God and everything. And listen, every single time you make mistakes. Okay, let me, let me, let me leave that. All right. Learn to discern instructions from men who you know they are led of God. Learn to discern instructions from men who you know they are led of God. It can be even in a discussion. Learn to pay attention a lot. Learn to pay attention a lot. Let me tell you, a lot lies for you as a believer in listening. In listening. In listening. If you know how to listen to men, let me tell you how Reverend and I can put it. And I believe it. And it's true. If you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. It's not difficult. The voice of man is the voice of God. If you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. See, when you are listening, just as you are now, you are not contributing. When you are listening, just as you are now, you are not having a suggestion. When you are listening, you are not listening to fight back. When you are listening, you are not listening to have a response. When you are listening, you are simply listening. I've grown to understand that. There are messages I listen to, like many of you know that my best message, Fire of the Holy Ghost. I can, I've listened to that message, I can't count. I listen to that man almost every week. And it seems like I'm always losing the details. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I can take it back like 10 times in a row. Just take it back, take it back, take it back. Hear some things back again. Now watch. I've discovered that the more I grow, even spiritually, is the more I want to pay attention to detail. When you see people talking, you have this as a bait. You see people talking too much. Uh, what do you think this is? That? What is it? Just know that this one is not growing. This one, this one still have a lot of things to work on. Just know. When you listen well, you will know how to listen to God. It's not difficult. See, as you are listening to me now, you know you don't have a suggestion. You know you don't have a contribution. You know you don't have, you don't want to say something back. That's why I detest it when I'm trying to correct you. You are not trying to have something to say. You don't have to always have something to say. You don't have to defend yourself. Simply accept the correction and move forward. You don't have to say, well, I just wanted to say my mind. You are not, that means you didn't listen. What you were thinking about when I was talking was how you would say your mind. Did you know what I was saying? Do you get what I'm saying? That is, when, you were, when I was actually talking, what was, what was in your mind was how you were going to defend yourself. So that means you didn't really listen well. Let me tell you. A good student of the word is a good listener. And a good preacher is a good listener. 
When you see somebody who is doctrinally and doctrinally accurate, you see the person can break things down, can do SCGS as well, can pay attention to it, they can point you, can give you emphasis. You know that this preacher is a good listener. So if you want to go a, big, a good preacher, you want to know how to preach well, see, let me tell you, just by virtue of association, just you being around, I never used to know how to preach before. I, I will not lie to you. Me, I used to be all this jumping person, all of those things. It just took me to listen. Just being around and seeing where it was done. And it helped me. And I became better. Every one of you now, just by being around, just by you sitting down and just listening, and not listening to have a contribution, and not listening to have a suggestion, you can be a good preacher. It's not difficult. That when you are teaching, people will be asking you, how come you are so right? How come your wisdom is so, uh, uh, what's going on? Pass me some wisdom, you know? Pass me some wisdom. But listen, it's actually the fact of you listening well. If you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. I'll say it again. If you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. Even your mom, even your parents, yes, so they may not be doctrinally accurate. They might not, you might not believe everything they have to say. I'm, I'm growing to understand that thing, that, okay, oh, my mom was still discussing with me even today. She was even annoying me with the discussion. But guess what? I just know that. Just keep calm and listening. Just listen. It will kill you. Don't listen to have a contribution. Don't listen to have a suggestion. Don't listen to have your own mindset. See, especially when you know that this person you know ah, is somebody that is led of God. You know you always have that friend. You always have that person. You always have that person you look up to. You always have that one friend. I have those friends too. That I know that if I call, I just have to, I will just be quiet. I will allow the person to talk. I just know. I just have those friends like that. There was one day that there was an issue going on. He had was with me that day. And I said, as I just opened my WhatsApp, immediately, an utterance came. I showed the other. I said, see, about the problem we're going through, an utterance just came. Pam. I said, I just know that my friends will pick me from the spirit. So those type of people are listening well. Even if we fight, I'm the one that will say sorry. Even if we say, ah, this is not, ah, me, I will say sorry. Because me, I know it's a supernatural relationship. I can't, I can't, I can't afford to die before my time. We all need one another. As a believer, you can't be isolated. You can say you want to run this Christian race on your own. It did not happen in the time of Adam. It did not happen in the time of Jesus. It did not happen even in the time of the children of Israelites. Paul, even now, the brother of Hebrews, not even gave an instructions. The book of Hebrews 13 says, Forsake not the assemblies of the brethren. It did not happen in the church of Corinth. It did not happen in Thessalonica. It cannot happen now. Online church cannot be the new normal. I'm sorry. It can't be. We need one another. The fact that you are hearing me now is the fact that you are actually hearing God. I remember one message where Reverend Nayaka said, and that thing, anytime I listen, I go back. I listen, that thing makes me pray more. He said, you are hearing, what he said at the end of the message was, 
You are hearing what God wants you to hear now. Ah! The, I don't know how, when, when WCC and he was teaching and he was like, listen, hope you did, this was what he said, the introduction, when, we, when he came, he said, I beg you in Jesus' name, don't listen to everything I'm going to teach in this conference for somebody else. He said, that is a slippery thing a pastor will do. Even you as, as you that you are teaching and you're having your disciples, do you know that you, you can fall into that slippery attitude that, ah, this message is burning in me. I need to quickly and teach somebody. <laughs> Calm down. That thing eh, is a growing stage. Calm down. Everybody will always be in that state. Ah, I need to quickly teach somebody this thing that I just heard. No. When you are growing too much, you will understand that you know everything you can actually say. So he says something. And that thing, I can't forget it. I'm just that type of person. That's why you see, I can quote things back to back because I listen well. This was what he said. Those things are not even taped. I, I, I know it because in me, I listened. I was like, ah, my ears was working like antenna. This was what he said. As he came inside, I knew how he came inside. And he said, this was how he said, I'm warning you. He said, this year's the emphasis on the church, the local church and everything. He says, as a pastor, and you are a leader in this place, the one biggest thing or the one biggest way you will miss out in this conference is when you are listening for somebody else. Do you know that? You can be hearing this my message now. You can be hearing this your leading of the spirit now to go and teach somebody. You know you have missed it. You know that means you are not listening. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know you can be hearing um, stability in prayer and say, ah, I'll go and show people. I'll go and tell people that. Pray, oh, pray. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Listening. The voice of man is the voice of God. If you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. So, even when men are correcting you, you know, the Bible says, the scriptures have given to us for correction, for instructions in righteousness. When you see that men are correcting you, even if you know that you were not at fault, keep quiet. Listen. You know, when you are not listening is when you have your mind. You still want to defend it. You still want to say something. When you are start, you know, when, the, when you start thinking of how you will defend it or say, no, no, I was not there. You have lost the content of what you were listening about. I just showed you an example. My mom was even talking to me today. Was just, she was just saying, the thing was so annoying. I was just like listening. Okay. But I learned over the years, just keep quiet and hear it. It might not really be sweet. It might not be good. I'll give you an example. It's just like pastor. There are some times that we might have some edge over some things. We're just like, oh, ah, no, this and that. Ah. After a while, me, I just keep quiet and say, it's true. It's okay. I agree. I can't fight. I can't argue with you. Yes is yes. And you know the funniest thing? At the end of the day, I end up learning more. How are you getting what I'm saying? Learn to listen well. That is how you can learn and understand how to obey and follow the leading of God's Spirit. Just by listening. I told you in Genesis 3, Jesus, God has Eve and Adam. When they said they were naked, the question was, who told you you were naked? Who did you listen to? What did you hear? The written word. If you know how to follow sound doctrine, if you understand and have a sound teacher, if you understand how to read the scriptures well, you will understand how God leads men. Just listen. Don't come to a church service and have an opinion. Don't 
hear a message and say, it could have been better. It could have been better, but you did not preach it. <laughs> listing. 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 Tell your neighbor, say listing. Ha, ah, you're not talking, no. Tell your neighbor, say listing. 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 Don't always have an opinion. So, when you know how to listen to men, you will know how to listen to God. It's not complicated. See, many a times, like I told you, I was just, just teaching about the leading of God's spirit, actually. Many a times, that minute we set into a confusion. Oh, can I do this? Can I not do this? Can I do that? Can I not do that? Do you know that if you have listened well to previous instructions, you will not fall into that bit? If you've heeded to certain instructions, you will not fall into that bit. When somebody, when you know that a man of the spirit spoke to you, gave you a word, gave you some listing, obey, get why? Don't throw and discard things. You might not see the effect now, but you'll see the effect later. The written word, 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 the written word. I'm getting calm. I feel like I've, I've started saying those things that I needed to say. I'm getting calm. I'm feeling the peace that I'm almost done with this series one. <laughs> All right. The written word. You know, God does not speak to you through, um, you know, the way God wants to speak to you is He wants to speak to you via His written word. Now, don't go and say, go go and read the Bible now. Go and say, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God was in God. Mm, that's God speaking. God was saying, no, 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 no. That's not God speaking, no. That's not the meaning of what I'm saying, no. Don't go and infer the scriptures will not mean today what it never meant as at the time it was written. Don't go and start inferring meanings and say, hmm, let there be light, and there was light. That shows that I am the light. Hmm. So the light was the, ah, calm down. Are you getting? Are you getting me? Calm down. The written word. When you know sound doctrine, when you can hermeneutically divide the scriptures well, you will know how God leads from the scripture. When you know sound doctrine, you will know how to worship God well. Like I told you, I said, David, you can't worship God anyhow. You can't say, let's praise him anyhow. There's a spontaneous praise. There's a, there's a, there a praise fiesta. Ah. Ah. Chapter what verse what? Praise jams. You see people today, they can do marathon praise, but call them for marathon prayer. They will fly. It's not even wrong. They will fly. You see the place empty. Let them say, let's gather. See, let's speedway. Let's say, let's gather. You think I don't know? You think I don't have strategy? Let's say this conference now, we want to gather. We say, praise and worship night. Let's say, praise and worship night. Um, we are invited. Uh, we put money down. We invite, let's say, how much? We just invite them. Let's see. Let's see who is coming up. What's, what's, what's this, what's this that is coming up? Let's just say, come up. Let's, and, uh, they, you know, <laughs> let's, uh, 
one of the com- upcoming artists, let's use Speedway. Me- let's say, let's just say we want to do midnight. You think I know our strategy? Midnight, twelve to two. That's when we'll connect to heaven. Oh, people that people that want to call off work, we have started calling off today. They'll say, ah, August one and August two. Ah, I need to encounter God, just because they want to come and worship God. You see, this place. Oh, how many shares are here? Ah. Huh? We'll do it outside. Outside will not even be enough. They will tell us move to Speedway. Speedway itself, they will be stampeded. They'll say, we'll, we'll now say, just two hours. We'll put it on the flyer. Just two hours. 12 to 2. we start exactly at 12. And by 2, we'll make sure that your blessings are received. <laughs> oh, oh. I just imagine how first 59 we advertise it. Oh, oh. Oh. We just had a meeting yesterday. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just two hours place now. Oh. You will see all the youth. The people you know, the ones you don't know from Adam, all of them. You know, uh, brother, where, where have you been in this city? <laughs> I came to encounter God. But let's come and say this house prayer. Namiki Jesus. What's, 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 why should we be praying like that? I can't imagine. You get what I'm saying? So now, their strategies. They are every one of those things. But listen, how did I get here? How did I get here? Somebody take me by. Have I lost the faith? I was just with you. So how did I get here? When you let sound doctrine, you know how to worship God. So how did I get to this story of saying how to properly... Oh! Thank you, but I thought I lost the faith. Anyway, now, now, I'm back, now I'm back in the faith. Anyway. <laughs> Alright. So, when we know how to worship God well, we will know how to serve Him. We will know how to worship Him. And we will know how to lead, how He leads us. Now, listen. I'm rounding up now. If we find in the written word, God's evidence of nurturing and training and instructions in right living and those from the epistles. Listen, hope you know that you have the Spirit of God in you and via His leading, via the Spirit of God, you can know where does God live? He lives in you. How does He lead? He speaks. Now listen, you can, I believe, and I don't dispute it, you can have supernatural encounters where you can hear God clearly with an audible voice. It happens. Don't dispute it. If it happened at the time of Paul, Paul saw it in a vision. It's like I saw the Lord Jesus in a vision. You can see. You can have those encounters. God can lead you and tell you this is this and that. I remember Apostle Suleiman saying something like that. Somebody that the Lord walked up in the room, to him in the room. The Lord Jesus, I'm sure it's a vision. He walked up to him and told him that wherever he goes, he will be with him and he will heal the sick and all of those things. He doesn't struggle to heal the sick. I remember when we were in WCC, but Reverend Nika was saying such a thing like that, that he was praying one night and the Lord woke up, the Lord Jesus woke up to him and all of those things and spoke to him and gave him some words about his ministry and everything. And he remembers those things every day. It happens. It happens. Things like that happens where you can have an encounter and the Lord can speak to you and give you a direction and tell you, this is where you are going. This is where you are going. This is, this is something. The little, but just learn to listen well. 
Imagine you are listening at that time and just are still having an are still having a mindset and say, my my thinking in uh, when the Lord Jesus is speaking. Just imagine. But listen, do you know that the Lord Jesus is speaking to you now as I'm talking? That's why you don't dispute church meetings. Because it is actually God speaking to you. The voice of God is the voice of man. God will not come down from heaven. Take that mysterious thinking away to speak to you. He will actually speak to you via teaching, via corrections, via utterances, via thunder, and everything is all in the place of man. How the Paul ministry starts. The Bible says, Supreme Paul and Barnabas, they walk here to have called him. That was via the utterance. Somebody in their meeting gave an utterance to Paul and Barnabas. We don't know the name of the person today. <laughs> That's tough, man. The written word is our absolute authority. Never do anything. When you hear a voice, when you hear something speaking to you, and you know that this thing, ah, ah, if I say this thing, no day Bible, discard it. It cannot be God. So you see that God is not complicated, right? Mm-hmm. Can you understand that God is not complicated? When you see that it doesn't match up with patience, it doesn't match up with being slow, it doesn't match up with speed, it doesn't, it, I say speed, it doesn't match up with perseverance, it doesn't match up with all of those things in God's character. Just know that it's not God. The thing tell you that you should not pray. The leader of the spirit is not, is not leading you not to pray. Uh-uh. The leader of the spirit is not leading you not to fast. Uh-uh. The leader of the spirit is not leading you here or not to say, Brother, you fasted enough. Slow down, slow down, and stop praying. Eh? It's not the leading of the spirit, but that's the leading of the devil. <laughs> I remember one time when. I was discussing with a friend and the friend was like, ah, I'm going to pray, I need to eat. I said, eat now for the journey is deeper. I said, Habibu. He said, because I'm about to die. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I remember a night. No, I'm just remembering a night before we went to WCC. We started buying food. Everybody was buying food. We went to, we bought biscuits. We bought everything. We're eating. We're like, hmm, eat oh. The journey, this journey for the next one week is far. Eat. <laughs> Thank God we ate. <laughs> because, and the funniest thing is, even the food we ate said, you don't do. <laughs> anyway, the written word, God will not lead you and say, don't obey people. God will not lead you and say, walk out from this person. Nah. God will not lead you and say, um, God will not lead you contrary to what is written. In the written word. God will not lead you and say, don't forgive that person. God will not be the one leading you and say, don't forget that way. Just distance yourself from the bed. That cannot be God. True forgiveness is in reconciliation. That will not be God leading you and say, just distance. Stay away. Don't talk. Don't message the person. It can't be God. God will not be the one leading you and saying, don't pray for that brother. No, don't pray. Don't pray. Don't pray. God will not be the one saying, um, still that, you know. She be just once. You are forgiven in Christ. You are forgiven in Christ. No, it can't be God. Scam that person. Scam him. Scam him. You, you have received forgiveness. Or you have our faces. No, you have grace. God will not be God. God will not be the one leading you and saying, um, um, don't walk in love. Like those basic things in the scriptures. Now you're getting it. God will not be the one telling you, don't walk home. Don't walk. Money will come. 
It can't be God. Because the Bible says, if that does not work, we know it. You get what I'm saying? Yes, okay. Now, and that one, actually, there's two to it. There are people led of God in ministry that God told them, set aside your job and um, just do the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. There are people supernaturally led of God, but it's not doctrinal. Do you get what I'm saying? Doctrinal practice of ministry is that you have some inside of you and you're doing ministry. That's something you will uh, learn in years to come. Just calm down. <laughs> That's doctrinal. But there are people let of God that say it. So I mean personally, I refrain from fighting and saying, hey, man of God was no, no, no. I believe that some are super led of God that at some stage of their life, God told them, focus fully. He will take care of their needs. And God is actually taking care of their needs. You get what I'm saying? So the written word validates to us that we can be led of God's spirit subjectively the knowledge of the leading itself stems from the written word our primary way of first knowing and learning to follow the leading of the spirit is from the written word so the written word guides our recognition and obedience to follow god's leading so it is fundamental that we see and we submit to the leading of the spirit I will submit to the written word I mean as the primary of how God leads us and guides us. So when we read the written word, when we read the Bible, we understand, we walk in the light of the same, and it is God's guidance for every believer. And it is our absolute and must always be our reference. Now listen. Learn to listen well. Much lies in listening well. Pay attention to details. I'll say it again. Pay attention to details. That little details of go to church. That's a detail. Pay attention to it. Give it utmost priority. No Men who knows how to listen to God, know them and recognize it and follow it. That is why I told you before. You can't receive utterances from everywhere. Even, even if the person is sound doctrinally, test it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pay attention to details. That is why you have to be a good listener. Pay attention to details. Pay attention to details and listen well. Remember, man is a product of influences. Do you know that you, it can be something you saw online that you think God led you. You saw something online, you think God led you. Do you know? You can like something and desire it and it might leave your mind but in the next two months, it came back and you feel like God is leading you. Oh God! Do you know? <laughs> oh, it happened to you. <laughs> you saw something online. You liked it. You admired it. You loved it. Then it it escaped your mind. But for me, it didn't really escape it. It came. It is coming back. 
Then you are now in a meeting as I'm teaching. You now think, God led you. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Check it well. So I will teach you later on. How do you differentiate? Yes, you know God led you. But there is a witness to it. Do you know that many of the things that you are called to do, somebody has told you somewhere before, it's not as if somebody is reconfirming it, you know something, somebody is not saying it. There's a witness to something, Reverend Ikai calls it the witness to the leading of the Spirit, where there's a check to it, where you have a double check, somebody like a double confirmation or something, yeah. somebody has to say it again, you get what I'm saying? So like, there's something I'm praying about too, and I have two, I have two people who have told me, ah, Emoji, I trust God. I think God is God is leading you to do this and that. In my mind, I'm like, it's not enough. I need more. I need more people to say to to reach out and say, Emoji, what's what's going on? Is, is there something else? Somebody now reached. The funniest thing is, Kalumi's brother was now the one that reached out to me yesterday, and now asked me about the same thing yesterday night. I said, ah, what of that thing you told me about that you're going to do and everything? I was like, in my head, I knew that that could not have been. Him just reminding me just like that because this is the first time he's talking about it since we met last in December or January and I'm like I know he's calling my attention again so that's three in me I'm still not satisfied I believe I still need more take your time like Kennedy again said it is better to be slower than God than to be faster than him because when you are slower you will catch up but when you are fast you might miss a lot don't run faster like I was saying before, life actually life is in stages. Don't jump and want to do everything at one time. You will not be productive. You still have 80 years, you still have 19 years. Take it gently. Do what you want to do, do it well. If it is school you are going, do school and do it well. If it is work you want to do, work well and work well and save and do something and do something and get things better. Take it one step at a time. You still have a lot of years ahead of you. You are not in any cat race. Don't let the world put you under pressure. Run away from people who will message and say, Hafa, Hafa, let's do this fast, 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 fast. Ah, if you know, okay, now listen to what I'm saying. In your business, business involves that you work fast. Business involves that, ah, you have to, you have to appease people. Business involves that you have to study you have to study and get things ready to propagate your business so that's not what i'm talking about don't go and say i'm not led to read my book in school no no that's not what i'm talking about <laughs> i just feel like i will pass the exam i, I don't i'm not let, oh, you will fail with the glory of god and you'll be a believer and you will still speak in tongues even after you fail <laughs> so so don't go and say I'm, i don't think i'm led to read today ha ah, ah, ha ah. Ah, what is you? <laughs> Just imagine you have a serious exam coming up. Let's say you are there now. Oh, your say, oh, your finals. And I say, I just sense the Lord telling me to pray to you. <laughs> ah, I did not teach you that one. <laughs> you now say, ah, AY said, the leading of the spirit, the lead, just follow, that they can't be rushing you. You know what you, you say, you say, ah, but he was still, you say, he was saying, he, um, he was teaching us that we should not be slow. The, the example, they are trying to rush us too much. They don't, ah, 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 they don't teach you that one. <laughs> but generally, now on a little more seriously, generally in life, in ministry, in everything, take patience. 
See, there is a training process. There is a training process to everything. That stage you are in, that you are slow, ensure you are praying. You know, you know what? Some of you, you didn't know what God has called you to do. I think I'm getting to what I need to say right now. Some of you didn't know what God has called you to do. That you being slow to that point, ensure you are praying, ensure you are training, ensure you are gathering enough strength. Because if you don't gather it in that slow time, you will miss out in that fast time. Sorry, not fast time. At the time when things ought to happen. When you jump a process, let me tell you, everyone that we are going doing this ministry together, we all pass through the same road. It's the same road. We're only that our experiences will differ. Same road. So you will be persecuted. You will make mistakes. You will come back. You will, you will, you will, you will preach something wrong. You will correct yourself. You will, we will all pass through the same road. But listen, ensure you are slow. Speed cannot be of God. Like I told you, I said, I have something. God, Lord, God, Lord has laid this thing in my heart since October. I think, if I'm not mistaken now, early last year or, or middle of last year. And I'm praying. Things are, I have all the resources to undo this thing. I shared all of those things with Pelumi one time. I have all the resources to undo this thing. I've had enough connections enough to undo this. But I know, ah, I need not enough witness. I need to be slow. Because I know, I can't miss it by me just being slow. You cannot miss it by just being slow. Especially when you know that this is God's leading. I'm not talking about your business. Oh. I'm not talking about your school. If you say you want to be slow, you're not going to have six years instead of four years. Who can be like, who can, who can overwork like, let me mention my name. And uh, <laughs> I'll be slow in school. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Follow the process. Follow. Nowhere to draw the line. Run from people that will make you twisty. Afana, guy, you did slow my life. I did slow you. I want to slow your life. Oh. <laughs> Tell the person, yeah, ah, let me slow your life. Just even, even in the point of marriage. When somebody come and toast you, the person became your friend yesterday. T tomorrow, the person will ask you, ah, ask the person, ah, brother, ah, ah. <laughs> Say, ah, <laughs> ah. Hey, Google, be careful. <laughs> Tell the brother, hey, Google, be careful. Ah, ah. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> person is asking maybe you people just started met maybe people met on Instagram yesterday. To to next week the person is like, how far when are we getting my ah look at the brother ah in fact you can even put blocked <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that rush because that statement let me tell you it's just like I told you who told you that statement of that when are we getting can start pressuring your life That statement, you see, it's just like saying, when are you graduating? That question of, when are you graduating? That thing can pressure. Okay, that's, that's enough because you have to be serious in school and graduate on time. But after now, you never even still get a good job. You never say, you are, even as critical as your job is, 
ensure you are being led of God to pick a job. Especially in this country. So you don't go and do a job that will take you out of ministry. Then you just walk, walk and say, ah, I'll, my money will preach the gospel. I'll just give them money. They will reach, ah, Otishio, you missed it. So even when you finish school, or when you are done with school, or you are looking for a job and everything, you can see offers of $1 million per, per year. You can see offers of $10,000. If God tell you that pick $10,000, because, don't because you say you have bills, go and choose $1 million. <laughs> yes, it's enticing. See, following God's plan, or following the leading of the Spirit, is not so that it will be sweet. God is not following you. It's not to please you. It's not your leading. It's his leading. You know your own leading is that, ah, I did it and it was, it worked out well. Thank God I did it. Oh, I remember Reverend Nike say, sometimes even the places God sent me to, that's where there used to be turbulence. He said, oh, don't think that where God sent you to, the flights will be smooth and fair. The flights of where God even used to send me to. It is a look as if the flight, the thing was to come down from, from the fort. You get what I'm saying? It's not always going to be sweet. You think we don't have strategies to bring people? No, but there's God's plan in following, doing things well. You think we don't have strategies to, to, to armor and be... <laughs> I, I did not say that one with you. <laughs> Bible says, rejoice with those that rejoice, mourn with those that mourn. That's, that's, that's my own stand. <laughs> so I'm mourning with those that are mourning. <laughs> I'm walking in love. And that's a period. And that's a period. That's a period. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway. Follow the leading of God's spirit. It will not please you. It will not, you will not be happy. Oh! It's not it's going to be sweet. It will be tough. I'm saying this as an encouragement for you in the future. Some of you that will listen and follow God's leading, it will be tough. Sometimes you will cry. I'll share you a story. I have friends. I have friends. They have the resources to travel even abroad. And they said, I don't feel led to come. They said, I don't have peace. They said, just here in the United States of America, I don't have peace. And I'm like, wow. I'll share you a last story that changed my life. I was talking with Pastor Efe. Pastor Efe, we became friends and we talked and everything. I was like, ah, man of God. Why knows the person? I was like, man of God, ah, this and that and that, like, what's going on? This and that. He said he schooled here, he studied, I think, physics, business, something. Good course. Ah, he studied business. He did everything. I was like, so where are you working? He said, ah, no. He said, he said, he told me something. He said, ah, um, I said, so where's your ministry? Were you a pastor? He said, yes, my ministry is in Abuja, Nigeria. Ah, I said, wow. I said, so you are not going to have a branch here, you are not pastoring here. He said, no, I'm just here because my wife, this and that and that. I was like, ah, okay, so are you going back? He said, I ought to even be back, ah, to church. 
I was not wondering. You study business and me. In my head, I first calculated the salary. I, I just, bam, I just knew the salary. Bus- hey, business, business, boom. I just think, hey, 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 financial analyst. Ah, bro. I just, in my head, my, my, I estimated that, hey, this man is in money with the cost. He studied it here in the US. Imagine you now use your resume, get a good job. You just, just imagine you're working in LI Lily as a business on me. You know you have armor. Now, and he now said, that, that thing, eh, he just said, I'm being led of God to pastor in Nigeria. Abuja to be precise. He, I don't, I, I kept quiet. I, I was downfolded for a while. I did not express. But there's just something as a believer that will change you. I did not express my, my dissatisfaction about that. I did not express my, because my carnal mind that day was that, ah, you have a good degree. Your wife is here. You even born your child here. I beg, just start. It. You have good money. Your wife too. You people have money. You people do business. You have good money. You just rent a place here and do ministry here and train me. And he knows the gospel. You train me. People will listen. He even handed me over to one black American. She's my friend today. Me and I will talk every time. She was being church soon. Which he handed me over to one black American that. I should monitor that he cannot monitor from there because his work in Nigeria is busy. And I asked him, so do you have, are you using your degree to work in Nigeria? He said, no, that I just have some few business to do. In my head, I thought few business in Nigeria might not be comfortable as it ought to be. And you have a degree here. <coughs> a solid degree that will earn you good money. They are looking for business people to do. You know, now, America need business in this pandemic. They need business people. They will make mad money. <coughs> and he told me, he said, I am not led to pastor. He said, right from my university days, I knew that where God called me to be was Abuja, Nigeria. He said, I have a church there. I'm just here on vacation just because of my wife and all of those things. And I'll be turning back. Like play, like play. Me, ah. Baddest. I went to the, I went online to look for his. It, it, I went to his Facebook page. I added the church account to check if it is true. Ah, I just, don't blame me. It did not. Ah, don't blame me. So he gave me the church account. I said, "Give me. Let me." In my head, I want to show. Maybe he traveled back or no. <laughs> the next because he told me he's leaving this Wednesday. So that, uh, like okay, the next day I just the next Sunday. He came, he, it's like you go to Nigeria next Sunday, the master is suited with preaching in the church. Hey! I was like, ha! I, I tell you, let me tell you what happened to me that week. I was crying and I was praying. Because I asked myself one question. If God asked me to leave my comfort zone, to leave where there is good resources, to leave my degree, to leave all of those things, will I do it just because I want to follow God's leading? Or will I do it because I want to please myself. That's one question you must ask yourself. The leading of God's spirit many times is not always sweet. It's not. It's not. Don't go and think that because I'm following God's leading, I will have more money. No. Don't go and think because I'm following God's leading, everything will work out now. No. It's my sacrifice. Look at Kritikuma. Look at Mark Faxon of, of First Quest Church. They were women who stood their ground. They had pressures in life. They even had marital issues, but they stuck with ministry. It will not be always easy. But God's leading 
at the end will matter. That I obeyed God and I followed him. That's why I used to tell you. That's why, if you notice in this series, I've been saying it to myself. Just, just as a reminder to myself. Because honestly, in a normal sense, ministry is sweeter in Nigeria. Because you will not have to pay light bill. You will not have to pay for all of these things. I have crowd. I'll just gather all the people I've been training for when I was young. All of them will come. They are, they are close to 80 people. Imagine 80. Just gather them. They will gather their disciples. Gather all of them. Church has started. Ministry has moved on. That's why I've been reminding myself. I am not called to go there. I'm called to stay. North America. All the 23 con- countries in this America, North America is ours to take. I just know. It will not be comfortable. Is it sweet? It's not sweet though. It's, it's sweet. You it's, think it's sweet? It's not sweet. It's bitter. But we'll follow God's leading. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? That thing challenged me. That story of Pastor Efe, it challenged my life. I asked, how will you drop your degree? Drop your passport? I don't, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Drop the fact that you're a U.S. residency and citizenship. Drop everything. And go to the dungeon of a Muslim nation. It was easy. We talk most of the time. Like, man of God is not really easy. Because they, it's a Muslim state. Abuja is a Muslim state. He said, the, he said when he drives around the mosque and everything on Friday night, everywhere is packed. He said he shed tears. I'm like, see the body you are even catching. On the fact that you are not even in your comfort zone. Jesus. Where you have enjoyed life. You've enjoyed all the basic amenity of Abuja, you've enjoyed McDonald's. There's no McDonald's in Abuja. You've enjoyed Burger King. There's no Burger King. The closest is KFC. You've enjoyed. There's no Texas Roadhouse there. There's no Long Gone. There's no Shedders. There's no Rickard's. I think that's a rainy one. Uh, Rickard's Boat House. There's no all of those things. And I'm sure he has gone there and experienced life here. Now you know. Me, ordinary one month that I used there, I know my mom was missing just steak. I know what it took me. The first thing I ate when I came was burger. I went the next day I went to drive to buy burger. I need I need there to eat burger. Just imagine somebody took it so far. That's why you must even marry well. Imagine his wife does not believe that vision. Imagine his wife is somebody that is saying, Ah, ah, I can't I mean I cannot take it to me. I'll stay here. You can it's you got to call. God not call me too. Just imagine he didn't fall. He was telling me. He also told me, I just, I just can't disclose this too much. He also told me about somebody wanted to marry before and all of those things. I was like, ah, thank God you marry somebody well. Just imagine. He didn't even marry the right person that will fall. I said, in my, the first question I asked is, so your wife, is your, the, your, is your wife following you there? He said, yeah, she has no option. She has to go. Just imagine the wife. He was not led of God to marry that type of woman. And I would see them on their Sunday pictures. In Abuja, they would smile, wearing suit. Hey, follow the leading of God's way when you want to marry. Follow the leading of God's way when you want to pick a job. In that little details you want to do, follow God's spirit. It will not always be comfortable. People will tell you and say, "Oh, there, you are not, you are not wise. You are not this and that." Me, in my final sense, I wanted to advise him and say, "Ah, ah, yeah, sir, pastor, sir, ah." Ah, Abuja now. No, you never say Lagos. But I remembered a man that is led of God. 
those men will account for you. See, imagine you will stay. I will tell you a story that Reverend Onayeka said in one story. He said, some people, some married couples to marry the right person. They left all their business, they are well-educated, they are lovers, and they went to the jungle where do we have to take boats? You know, Nigeria's stupid boats. You take boats and cross the sea, three hours of the sea, and that's where they are living, the bush. He said the wife is even pregnant. He said, and they are going through serious persecutions. He said, just imagine the parent, you know, you know, on a normal sense, live way. Your parent will say, are you mad? Ah, you know, I can imagine what somebody like Pastor Efe might face like. Are you mad? You, you, I sent you to come to school in America. You are not coming to Nigeria too. What, what are you using your degree? You will face all of those things. That is why you need to learn how you will deal with your parents even in prayers. Your plans and purpose and pursuits will not suit the world. It will not. They will fight it. People will fight it. I can tell you even the battle I'm facing, even in my own life. They will fight it. They say, oh, you, you want to pastor? You, who called you? You say ministry. Ministry. You are praying sisters. Who, who sent you? Who, 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 who you? Kill a They will look at you like, huh. I knew the day I gave birth to you. <laughs> you. You get what I'm saying? So he was saying they, they went to that jungle and they stayed there. See, they are, they are bitely, even snake, well educated, degree holders, they have master's degree, even in the UK and all of those things. They came back home, went to a jungle because they are being led of God to go to those cities. And they are staying there with their family, enjoying in pains. See, Reverend Naka said, the best I told them was that we'll be praying for them. You people just stay strong. Your pregnant woman stay strong. We'll be praying for you guys. Because they have been led of God to go there. You will stand with those people in future. No, not in the future. On the last day. You will stand with them. And they will be sharing their story. You will be in the same heaven though. Don't think... Ha, she be shot to make heaven and be to enter heaven and be You will stand in the same heaven. Jesus will tell you, I was being led of God to go to the wilderness to fast and pray. Wilderness means a desert, dry. There was nothing. There's no phone. There's nothing. I was being led of God to go there to fast and pray. Peter will tell you, ah, me, I was led of God too. And my leading of God made the Gentiles to see salvation. Paul will tell you, they told me I would die. But I told myself, I am bound to go to Jerusalem because I'm being led of God. Hagabu should be there to testify. Philip will tell you, because of me, Africa received the gospel because I was led of God to follow something. Pastor Adeboye will stand that day and look at you. Reverend Ika will stand that day and look at you and say, it's also. Pastor Efe will stand and tell you, I left my comfort zone here in America and I went to Abuja, a Muslim nation, a Muslim state where they cherished the mosque more than the church. And he was telling me, he said, I will drive around and I will be crying. They will stand there saying their experiences, saying their story. You, you will stand. Do you want to stand that day and say, Ah, my work, oh, it was my work. <laughs> but my work, oh, I just needed to work and make this money. They said, Get out of here. Abraham will just slap you. Get out. What are you saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Those men will stand against you in judgment. What would be your own testimony? What would you say God led you to do? What would you say God led you to go? What would you say God led you to? See, many of you, as you are speaking, as I'm speaking to you, some of you already have directions, I'm sure. Some of you already know where you are going. Some of you, some poisons are dropping in your heart. That thing that has dropped in your heart, stick with it. 
Some of these can even be men that God has led you to follow. You can say, person offended me, I'm not following the person again. <laughs> to shock you. You will stand on the last day and God will say, many of the things you, you guys are thinking will stand, that will count on the last day. Yes, you'll be rewarded for your service, the souls you won, those will be your crowns. Another thing that will be rewarded will be, how did you follow the leading of God's way? Because the proof of obedience is obedience in itself. Did you hear what God told you to do? That is, God put you in this life. God called you to ministry. But did you follow his direction to do it? I'll round up with this. Listen, every one of us will stand that day and bear witness. And you will meet people who left their comfort. You see, let me tell you, every excuse you make to not serve God or to not follow God's leading, there are a thousand and one people in that same condition. A thousand and one people in that same condition that are doing effectively what you ought to have done. You want to say, oh, because I'm a doctor, I have too many things to do. Sorry. <laughs> I have too many things to do. I don't have this and that. Somebody with, there is a doctor somewhere in the same condition that is even in, even in worse that is serving God. Let me show you how. Look at Elijah. Elijah was complaining to God and saying, Ah, Lord, is it only me? God said, Calm down. There are 70 other men who hasn't bowed their knees to bow. So don't think that, oh, ah, that is why it cannot be your job that will be your excuse to not serve God or to not follow God's leading. It cannot even be school. There are men, go to Africa, go to Nigeria. There are men in universities, I know a lot, that they don't even know the next meal they will eat tomorrow. But they are reading, they are studying, they are doing, they are even, they are even working. And they are still doing ministry effectively. They are still praying in tongues, long hours, still studying the scriptures and still reaching men. I know one guy, Josh Banks. That guy has gone through many things. Right from his secondary school, he started ministry. He's still doing ministry. He's starting on the identification church. My friend knows him. So, this guy has gone through a lot. Right from his secondary school days, you will see people bullying him all in the name of the gospel. He's still standing still. You will stand before those men that day. Your job is not the excuse. Your work cannot be the excuse. You were just only lazy or you just decided to disobey God. Bow your heads and let's pray. Commit your heart. It can't be your job. It can't be... It can't be... It can't be laziness. Bow your heads and commit your heart today that you will obey God. You will obey God. You will follow His leading. You will not be such as those men that will listen to God and we miss out. There are men in that worst condition that you are complaining about. They say, oh, I have this. They will say, come to a church. You come late. There are men who are hawking, but we trek. They don't even have money to buy for bike. Bike, not to even talk of car. And they will not miss service for any reason. There are men in those worst conditions that will be in that place where you give excuses. There is a politicians who are super busy, presidents of nations who are super busy, but they are still effectively preaching the gospel and being led to do things for God. Your job, your school, your commitment in the natural 
cannot be an excuse to follow God. God will take care of you. He will take care of you. He will take care of all that concerns you. Commit your heart. Consecrate your heart today that you will obey God. You will obey God. You will obey God. In the name of Jesus. You will obey Him. You will obey Him. You will not walk in confusion. You will not walk in darkness. You will follow the leading of the Spirit of God all the days of your life. There will not be an excuse. There will not be an excuse that every excuse in the flesh dies now. There will not be an excuse. There will not be an excuse. There will not be an excuse. Your job will not excuse. Your work will not excuse. Your school will not be an excuse. Your, 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 your commitment to the natural, your family, because you are married, because you are pregnant, because you have children. There are pregnant women. I know one woman, they told me the story, Pastor Joy Omoba. She was, she was heavily pregnant and she still came for 12 hours prayer. It will not be an excuse. Oh, that you did not do the ministry of Jesus. Commit your hearts to the Lord this evening. Commit your heart. Oh, sister, super God, for hearts. Can the sister, super hearts? Say this after me. Say, listen, say this after me. Say, what you say I would do. You're not talking like a minute. What you say I would do. Where you lead, I will go. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Where you lead, I will go. The voice of a stranger, I will not follow. The voice of a stranger, I will not follow. I will follow you. For your way, it is truth. And your word is life. So the voice of another, oh, you're not talking like you mean So the voice of another, I will not follow. I will follow you. When you speak, I will hear. When you say, I will do. The voice of a stranger, I will not follow. I will follow you. Pray in the Holy Ghost again. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, pray in the Holy Ghost.